I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. It's Wednesday. You're listening to me, Natalie Wall of Awkward Sex in the City. I, I brought in my good friend Hope, Hope Morava. Uh, we just kind of shoot the shit. We talk to the point where we actually were recording for 20 minutes. All of a sudden Hope was like, wait, are we recording? Because like I thought we were just like shooting the shit. So that all got deleted. Um, but it was like hot goss because that's what I love. Um, I love the goss. That's why I like to interview. I like just knowing everything about everyone because it's power. Gossip is power. <laughs> yeah, so we talk foot fetish, we talk some glug. What's that? You'll find out. Um, sex, dude sucking a lot. Um, yeah, it's fun. You're going to be like, I know these girls, because you do. So, enjoy. That's your dream apartment. Well, everything else was my dream apartment. (laughs) Like fully furnished plants, a table with chairs, done. She'll be like, oh, we can do something in Brooklyn. But I was like, no. So then he like got (laughs) off. And I saw him like on the platform. Um, Yeah, so tell me about the foot fetish. So once upon a time, 
I was on OkCupid. Okay. And there was this guy, and he, like, the only thing he said in his profile was, like, Leo DiCaprio's, like, biggest fan. And I was like, okay, if that's all you're going to put, that's worth the conversation. So we were chatting, and then we went out for, we, like, were chatting a little bit more, and he was like, oh, do you want to go for a daytime date, like, next week? And I was like, sure, let's do that. And so we met at, like, in front of the Brooklyn Museum. Uh-huh. Actually walked around. I feel like it was this area. Because we went to Beacon's Closet, and I, like, got some shoes, and we got some coffee. And then we went to a bar. And it was, like, okay. But then he got, like, really serious. And he was, like, so, like, what's your, like, purpose in life? Okay. And I was, like, Date oh. one? Yeah, like, date, like, the bar had just opened 5 o'clock. And he's, like, so what's this? And I was, like, I really, I'm 20. Four, 25. I'm like, I'm figuring it out. I think he was like 33. So that was like a bit of like a stretch for me. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, well, I like lived in California and I was like this movie. Like I wrote scripts for movies and blah, blah, blah. And like I came here and now I'm just trying to like repurpose my purpose and whatever. And I was like, cool, dude. I work at a bar in Crown Heights and I like, you know, live day to day. And he was like vaping in the bar. And I was like, oh, I don't really know if I like that. And he was also, he's also a bar, last I heard, a bartender in this area, uh, too very close to home. And so I've never been to that bar in the off chance that I run into him. But which bar? Cherry Tree. Oh, I fucking love Cherry Tree. I know. I haven't been. He probably doesn't work there anymore. I couldn't even remember. I think his name was also Chris. It was a C. I remember it being a C. And so I remember he also had like a, like a chipped tooth or there was like a gap. There was something okay. very interesting about his teeth, his but teeth. it wasn't bad. You know, that's something I realized I am very attracted to on women, bad teeth. And I think it's because I noticed it this week when we were in Boston, when we were performing in Boston, because this girl uh, had like bad, like she had like this very tiny, like incisor. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is working on you. And I think it's because I had adult braces and I had like really bad teeth. So I find, I don't find attractive on men. I find attractive on women. I like like a little gap. Like I have like a mm-hmm. little bit of a gap because yeah. I refuse to get braces. Madonna gap. This is like a little. I had to. Like these guys were like out here. Oh and no. And then these were like, eh. It was really bad. It was bad. I have to find pictures. Maybe that can be my new logo. <laughs> oh my God. That actually would be really funny. Like pre-adult braces anywho <laughs> sorry go on just teeth hilarious so like and then at one point we were like walking to the train because i had to go to work and he like like grabbed me turned me around and kissed me and i was like okay this isn't like what i had in mind but like it's not bad uh-huh. and first impressions i was like okay like i would hang out with him again um fast forward to one of our friends having a party at their apartment and me drinking a glug drink for the very first time. Oh, no. And which was like. No. For our producer and the audience, our friend makes this drink called glug. And it literally has like Robitussin in it. Mm-hmm. And there's always one. I think it's been retired, but there's always one glug victim that has like too much glug. Mm-hmm. Were you that victim? No, I only had a little bit. Okay. But I had to work prior to the party. And I was probably just like a little bit drinking there. A little bit glug in here. Uh-huh. And it got to the point where I was like, you know what? Like, I want to get some. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I knew he lived nearby, which is also another no-no. I don't, I don't fuck with people who live in Crown Heights. Because that's when you get Crown Heights. Which is when you've Hope had, so when you've roles. hooked up with at least three or more people in the Crown Heights bar scene. You officially okay. have Crown Heights. I didn't come up with that. This girl, Claudia, who bartends 
she used to like live in the neighborhood, but now she bartends at Fishbowl where a bunch of our friends or fish bar in the city. I don't know it. But That's I where they all you. go and play dice. She taught them that. Okay. So okay. she like taught me that when I first moved, like moved in the area. So I get to his apartment. He was like, yeah, you can come over, whatever. And I'm not that fucked up, but just like a little bit to be like dangerous. Hey, you've had Robitussin. I had Robitussin. Whatever. So and I like get there. And like grain alcohol. It's like grain alcohol in there or something. He told me the wrong number to press. So I woke up this very, it's like three in the morning. I woke up this old woman who like literally whipped her window open and was like cussing me out. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. And then like I felt getting, I like, it heard me getting buzzed in anyways. To which I was just like wandering up floors until like I found him. I was like, okay, this is not great. So I slept in the apartment, beautiful apartment. Like what I would dream my apartment would look at like by the time of 30. Uh-huh. Him, he's wearing the exact same Mets. He was wearing a Mets hoodie when we went on our first date. He was wearing a Mets hoodie when I looked at his profile for the first time. He was wearing the same Mets hoodie. I'm convinced that's the only hoodie or article of clothing he had. And so we get in the apartment. It looks really nice. And then he like he like offered me a beer and I took a beer. <laughs> we got to his room and all there was was just like a mattress on the floor, a shelf with nothing on it, but a plastic blue ukulele and random pieces of paper just like taped on all the walls like a serial killer, like a serial killer's bedroom. Okay. This is what this looked like. Uh-huh. And that's your dream apartment when you're when Well, you everything else was my dream apartment, <laughs> like fully furnished plants. A table with chairs, done. Mm-hmm. His room, not so much. And I only chalked it up to like, you know, like maybe he's been here less than a year. Like he just didn't get around to it yet. I didn't have a lot of furniture my first year. I get it. So then we start to do things. And at one point, he like I was wearing tights and he like took my tights off and he started massaging my feet. And I was like, oh, I don't really like that. Please stop. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, well, like I really like feet, like blah, blah, blah. And, like, he made a joke about me having big feet because I do because I wear 9.5 10s. And I was like, no, uh, please don't because I used to be dancer. So, like, ripping off my toenails, weird foot stuff, dancing barefoot with other people. It's just not my thing. Uh-huh. And so he was like, okay, okay. And then he stopped. And, like, maybe, like, 10 more minutes into it, at one point, I felt, like, both of his hands under my foot, like, picking it up, like, leading, guiding it to his erect penis. And I was like... <gasps> What did I say? <laughs> like, yeah. please, I need this to never happen again. Wow. Like, no yeah. consent. And then, I mean, like, he was like, oh, okay. He was like, it, it was worth a shot. And I was like, no, please don't put my bare foot on your fucking penis. And then I fell asleep. Okay. And then, I mean, we had, we like had like the sex, but then I fell asleep. And then I awoke in the next morning because he had went to get coffee and like, breakfast sandwiches and uh-huh. I was like okay you know what like maybe maybe that was like the glug talking like maybe last night wasn't as bad as I thought it was because it was really bad like nothing about it was great Ooh. and so we had like breakfast and I was sober and I was like okay maybe I can like bring it back in and try it again it was almost just as bad he didn't have a condom he went to go get a roommate's condom it was like too big to which I had never experienced someone trying to put a condom that was too big on before. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's to a realis- Like, to see the realism of, like, oh, this isn't going to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. To which I was like, okay, I have to go. Bye. And then for the whole week following, I had a cold. I don't know where I got it. You would think with the glug I wouldn't get a cold, but I got a cold. Probably from all of us sharing the fucking bottle. Yeah. At the you, party. Like, pass it around. Pass it around. 
And I had a cold. I've never had glug, by the way. I've Good always for you. Known. Don't do it. Don't. I ironically drank too much of it on accident at the last party. <laughs> and I felt terrible the next day. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you do drugs. It's the, it's the cough syrup. Recreationally. But <laughs> um, it is the cough syrup. But for like a whole week straight, he kept trying to like text me at three in the morning when I knew he was getting off his shift at the bar. Uh, and he was like, are you up? What are you doing? How are you feeling? I hear that like good sex cures colds. And I was like, like can you leave present me? me to the good sex, yeah. which he thought was a joke. And then finally, I just had to be like, you know, listen, this isn't going to work out. My go to is that I'm not in a good place to be dating, which is bullshit. That's why I'm a coward. And the last thing he said to me was, I wish we had met at a different time. And then I never heard from him again. Okay. He did show up on my Tinder, though, not that long ago. Same profile picture. Same same description. Same Met City. Did you ever ask him about Leah? No. Oh, no. I think we bullshit talked about it in initial messaging. Okay. Okay. And then that was it. That is a bold statement. Yeah. I feel like it leads the girls in to ask questions, and it it works. It works. Um, You have a lot of roles. I do have a lot of... There's not that many roles. Kate... Kate Mooney just posted that article for GQ about rules when it comes, like, how people don't date people. Like, not conspiracy theories. What am I thinking of? Like, uh, superstitions about dating okay. people. I didn't see it. It was something on Twitter. And I was like, see, yeah, I I feel the exact way about people <laughs> named Chris and names with J's. It never works out. It doesn't. But then it just feels like a self-fulfilling prophecy at that point. Like, you just want it to be bad to, like, confirm the rule. Yes. I'm going to say it now. You're going to end up with a Chris. You're going to end up with a Christopher James. I really... Oh, my other one is that it, they can't be named Ben because that name runs in my family. You know how many Bens are like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, I can't do it. Oh, my God. That's my sibling. So that's my funny. father. My grandfather. You don't want to date your dad? My other grandfather was a Robert, but that's not as bad. No, I don't want to. I really would like to not. My dad already dates girls that are younger than me, so oh, I think okay, we're. Okay, okay. Okay. I think I'm good. Okay, fair, fair, fair. I didn't know yeah. that. Uh, made oh, it yeah. weird. Um, what other rules do you have? Like, I'm so intrigued. I think those are just really my three. Like, I lose. It's not a rule, but I've when I was in Michigan before I moved here, I uh-huh. had a track record where like the like the last round of boys I was like talking to or dating were all straight edge. Okay. And so now moving out here, and that was just like a really, not like a big scene, but like from high school on, I just had a lot of friends who were straight edge and it was like, whatever. It feels like a suburban thing too. Like there were yeah. a lot of straight edge people like when I was in Stafford. No, like it's just all very suburbia. My boyfriend of like three years before I moved out here um, was straight edge. I'm pretty sure he is still straight edge to this uh-huh. day. And like, I respect it. Like I get it. You don't want to drink, put drugs in your body. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but I don't know how to like go about that, like being with someone now in that way. Like I went on a date with someone who was straight edge and I went to a bar first to like take two shots before I went on the date. And then we got tacos <laughs> and then, oh, fuck, I forgot all about this. So we got tacos and then the, co- the taco place closed in, we were like in the city and I was like, well, what do we do now? It's like midnight and there's nothing else to do. So I was like, I guess I'm going to go home. Uh huh. And so I went to go hop on the queue. And like, he was like, oh, I'm going to take this other train. I was like, cool. And so we parted. And then 15 minutes later, the queue's pulling up. And then next thing I know, like, he's behind me 
And he was like, oh, I realized I could take the same train as you because he also lived in New Jersey. So he had to get to like, and I didn't like know the Port train. authority or whatever. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. know the trains that well yet. So I didn't know if he was right or wrong. And so we get on the train and we're going and we're going and we're chatting and we're talking. And he was like, yeah, like, I don't know when we're going to get to my stop. And I was like, well, we're going into Brooklyn. So we so passed I'm pretty it. sure that we've passed your stop by now. And he was like, oh, shit, like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, I guess I messed up. And to be fair, he also, we had to push back our date an hour because he fell asleep. And so when I got to the bar and I was like, where are you at? And he was like, holy shit, I'll be there in an hour. Like, I fell asleep after work and I have to, like, take a train from New Jersey and, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, okay, whatever. So that's when I went to the bar to have two shots before the date. Before a straight edge. Okay, straight edge date. Mm-hmm. Um, did he try to come home with you? Like, I don't know. That's I undetermined. I think he was like, maybe if I play dumb, yeah, she'll yeah, be yeah. like, oh, we can do something in Brooklyn. But I was like, no. So then he like got <laughs> off and I saw him like <laughs> on a platform. Like, then no. he, and then he went. But like, he's like, he lives in, not here. He lives West now and like has this own like cactus business because he pots cacti and he like makes money selling them. Okay. That's like his passion. And I'm like, good for you, man. So no straight edge, no Ben's, no Chris, no Jays. Yeah. I think that's mostly it. I, th- I really feel like there's more. If there is, I can I can't. feel like there's like no like Burgos or like there's no like Tauruses. No, as much as I know that I'm a like a solid like hard Aries, mm-hmm. I don't really know what like signs I shouldn't be dating. Okay. okay. I don't. So when people have tried to explain it to me before, but I have little to know. Have I gone on, like, birth charts and have filled in, like, every, like, ex I may not have been over at the time in there just to look at our compatibility? Yes. <laughs> but I don't, I don't remember any of it. None okay. of it to be, like, your soulmates. Like, Tom, I, like, I can't say about Tommy that he is a Capricorn. Okay. And I think what I read about it, because I did look it up, <laughs> was that... It could be, like, we both can be very stubborn in our ways, but it can, like, still work out. Like, you got to see the give and take in the situations. Okay. And, like, yeah, compromise, I think, is a good word for that. Okay. So, how uh, before Michigan, no, Mm -hmm. before New York and Michigan, did you have, like, besides the straight edge, do, like, a long-term relationship? Um, My high school boyfriend, like, wasn't really great. Like, that was probably about a year and a half. Uh, from like our junior to senior year, mm-hmm. but like he was going through a lot of stuff. My parents were getting divorced, mm-hmm. and then after that, it was kind of just like a series of like boys from like high school who had like maybe graduated like a few years above me that I knew really well. Um, like going out and like nothing going anywhere, and just being like, "Nope, this is what it is. You don't like me. You only like me as a friend. Okay, I'm gonna go cry about it and write a Tumblr post and." Oh, no, Tumblr. Tumblr was great. That's how I found out my high school boyfriend was cheating on me. Fuck. Yeah, he dumped my ass on Valentine's Day. To As which, like, does. good, because I didn't want to be in that relationship anymore, and I think I was just, like, too afraid to end it. But the girl... You weren't in a good place to be dating? I was, yeah, I... No, I really... No, I really wasn't. That was, like, <laughs> the original like the original background story of that. Um. But we were like in a production of Once Upon a Mattress. The spring musical was upon us and we were casting it. And for whatever reason, we had off school Valentine's Day. Like, I don't know how it happened. We didn't have school and we didn't have school the day after. So I was like, okay, I get to cry it out. It's whatever. 
We go to school the following day and him and this girl are like making out in band hall. And it was like the talk of the bullshit because nobody had wow. known that we had broken up yet after a year and a half. And we were like best friends before that. So then I did some sleuthing because I was like, the fuck is this? This twit. And like she played the accordion. And I was like, of course, of course. Maybe that's a thing. I don't like accordions. Maybe because of her. So no accordions. But no that's bends, in general. <laughs> no Chris's, no Jay's. No accordions. <laughs> No accordions. No more music. I guess like I try to steer away from musicians as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, he was super big musician. I think we're up to six roles at yes. this point. Well, I looked at her Tumblr and she had this long post. She was a blogger. This is also like 2010 about like her meeting up with him on Valentine's Day and like oh. he had a present for her and all this shit to which I was like, was that a present for me or was that like for her the whole time? Oh. And then so all that's going down. Two weeks later, she's in like the pit. She's in like the pit for the musical. So like tensions are high. Uh-huh. And me and him had to be in the same cast of Once Upon a Mattress. I was Princess Winifred. He was a Sir Harry. Was not great. Thankfully, we didn't have to kiss or anything. The day of opening night, I was at the store with one of my buddies and she was there and she like ran up to me and was like, hey, like good luck tonight. I hope we can be friends and like gave me a hug and like ran away. And I was like, who the fuck is this bitch? And then at the end of the night, the whole show goes up. It's fantastic. Because, you know, a high school senior production of Once Upon a Mattress can only be perfect perfect in Wyandotte, Michigan. She came up to me with the shittiest flowers I've ever seen and, like, gave them to me. Like, they were dead or, like, they were just, like, really cheap. Like, she probably bought them at the Kroger when I ran into her. And then she was like, I just really wanted to have these, like, good job, like, blah, 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 blah. And then ran away. I was to like go to him. And uh-huh. I was like, what the fucking fuck? What'd you do with the flowers? I threw them away. Like in front of her? Like, were you dramatic? I was like, I don't know if she saw it, but I like trashed them in the nearest trash can and was like, fuck you. And then that weekend I went to go burn all the things he had ever given me and I had them in a box. Uh-huh. And then uh, as I had the bonfire going, my mom came out and like took the box and was like, one day you're going to want these. Did you ever want them? No. Yeah. No. I was like, this is trash. No. Valentine's Day definitely will tell you how shitty your relationship is if it's shitty. Yeah. Like this one guy that I was like trying to keep it together, like keep the relationship together for some reason. He was definitely cheating on me with his ex and like vice versa. Um, it was like he spent the night for February 13th and everything's great. 14th rolls around and uh, we're like going to my job. He's like dropping me off my job and he's just like, I'm sad. I can't stop thinking about her. Um, and I was like, cool, 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 great. And originally we were uh weren't gonna do anything because I had to work late and then I didn't have to. So he was like, I'm gonna go out uh to like a club with like my friends, my roommates who were all girls. And I was like, cool. But then I was under the assumption that because like I wasn't working late anymore, he wasn't gonna do that. He still went out with all these girls, told the girls that he also missed his ex and the one girl who was like always on my side, which I was like really cool with, was like, You can't fucking do that to Natalie. Good. Um but then I just like cried the whole night because he like wouldn't respond to my text messages. But then with like Instagram that he was like at a bar or something. I hate social media. I feel like social media has like finish your story and then I'll go on my social media. No, I mean I totally get what you're saying, but I was so glad that I had like you could slowly start putting stuff together of like this guy's like treating you like shit if he can't even like tell you that he's gonna go to this this club or bar still and like tell you that he misses his ex while he's fucking with you. Yeah. Um oh, I don't 
And then it was also fun to watch his demise after I finally broke up with him. Like all like the emo, I messed up. I should have been in a better place. And I was like, you fucking should have. Uh, and I don't fucking care, but I get to watch you now like spiral on social media. Did he send out like song lyrics? It's always really bad. When um, sometimes, lyrics. sometimes. Yeah. Which were my fave. Like a little secondhand serenade. Just like rolling through. That's a pop punk reference. I was like, I don't know it, okay. but I trust you. Um, but it just reminds me, I would do that shit like on AIM, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, your away message? Yeah. So it's My like space. watching this 30-year-old do shit like that. I was like, oh, you're such a little little shit, little baby shit. So glad I dodged that shit bullet, you know? Mm. That's when I like social media. Social media has also ruined us for sure. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I, there's like a little, I'm a bit of an anxious person, especially when it comes to like dating I people no idea. that I like. Because then I like, I worry because I feel like I always feel like I've been in enough like, bullshit to know like oh when there's like the flip uh-huh. of like oh they were acting this one way but now they're acting this way and which uh-huh. means it's like gonna end or lead to like a really stupid conversation or a very enlightening conversation mm-hmm. and with social media I feel like that like enhances it now because now I can be like oh like he isn't looking at my Instagram stories but he was on Instagram but he hasn't responded to me in the last 30 minutes when I sent him a text message so he's looking at his phone but he's not gonna respond to me like things oh yeah like that yeah, Which, yeah. like, I am a terrible at texting. I am the worst if I am distracted. I see it. I will have every intention to, like, get back to it. But if I'm working or, like, at a show and I will just completely... Just I am forget. the most guilty person of that. And then I get really self-conscious about it when other people do it to me. Especially when it's, like, boys that I like. Yeah, like, of course. I don't need to talk to you, like, every five seconds. But, like, when are we hanging out tonight? Please tell me because I need a time. Yeah. You need, oh, like, basic information. Yeah. yeah. If someone won't give you basic information, fuck them. Just walk away. Or like if you, I don't know where I was going with that. I do have a topic of conversation though. Okay. That I forgot about. Okay. That I was like, what can I bring to the table for this today? Have you ever heard of dead vagina syndrome? No. So I recently discovered while I was in home alone at my apartment, Valentine's Day evening, because I had saw a boy, but he was at work and I was drunk. And I had gotten, like, this really pretty fucking nighty okay. from Divine Trash Vintage. And I was like, oh, I'm, like, really feeling myself right now. And so I was like, great. So, like, I'm going to masturbate. And I used my vibrator. And then after a while, I felt, like, things going, like, numb. Like, you know when you, like, when something gets, like, massage and, like, massage chair? Like, eventually there's just, like, like it just feels numb. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's really weird. I don't know what that is. So I was like, I'm just going to stop. And then it was still numb for like a half an hour. Like my vagina felt numb. And I was like, I had gone to the bathroom. I didn't really feel anything. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I've never encountered this before. Uh And so I looked it up. And apparently there's this thing called dead vagina syndrome that can happen if you, something like along the lines of like, if you use like a vibrator Mm -hmm. too often or like too much, you can desensitize your nerve endings to the point where like, you won't feel anything ever again. Did this happen again after you... Have you, like, tried using a vibrator I, since? I I think it kind of happened once the second the last time I used it. Because uh-huh. I remember things being like, oh, this is, like, kind of weird. But, like, it just, like, wore off. And I was like, we're fine. But this time around, it, like, lasted longer. Okay. And, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a gynecologist. But, Don't like, worry, you do a quick Google... Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is dead vagina syndrome? And then other people are talking about it. And I was like, what? This is a thing. I can literally use it by using my vibrator because I only ever had like a vibrator before. 
So I was like, this is all I've used for like three, the three years I've had one. Interesting. Interesting. I feel like, I feel like your vag is okay. I think it's okay. Well, I've also, I've also switched to a different, a different, a dildo. Yes. Okay. So now I'm like, okay, so we don't have anything to worry, at least for right now, you know, just like. Can you, can you come from a dildo? Yes. I'm impressed. With like imagination and a little work. Okay. And again, I was like drunk feeling myself in this like 1970s, like purple lace nighty that I had gotten. No, I love it. I'm just, I can't, I don't really come from penetration. It's almost always clit. Yeah. Well, I so think that's why I'm like impressed that you can come from a dildo. The like, one mine specifically has to be like a, I have is like was set up to help with that, if that makes sense. Like the model <laughs> I got from like online that was like discounted. And I was like, let's live, you know, I'm going to get it and let's see. And it was it was fine. It was a good time. Like, was it one that like you clip like on your clit and your like and your badge? No, I was more you. It has like a suction oh. thing that you can attach it. But I wasn't using that. I was just like the womanizer. Sure. I think that? that's what it's called. The womanizer. That's the thing where like it sucks on your clit. Oh no, it like suctions to the wall. Oh, so you were fucking the wall. No, I wasn't fucking the wall. I was fucking myself in my bed, but I was just like using it like a handheld. Yeah, no, I love style. this. I love this. Yeah. Okay, okay. When you said suction, there is a uh, there's something called the womanizer, which it literally like licks your clit for you. I don't supposedly it's fucking amazing. I need to buy one. Supposedly it's just like it's just like chef's kiss, just like perfection. I all I can imagine is like some like carnival bullshit with like a flicking tongue. There are ones like that. Like clown there, There's or ones like that have like, like a flicking tongue and there's ones that like actually suck. You know, I think I don't know if I necessarily like sucking like that. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I'm not like so in the way, not you. like I like, I'm picturing you like sucking, like suctioning, suctioning, like, like something that's like medical almost. Like you're going to suction like oh, Grey's Anatomy. No, 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 like no, no, I'm no. at the dentist and they're like suctioning it. That's what I'm envisioning. No, I feel like I, from what I've been told, because I have not used it myself, that it does a very good job mimicking uh, oral. Okay. So like like there is like a like a rhythm to it. It's not like a it's not yeah, like, the, it's like, like the, someone's the, like yeah, yeah. Like not the dentist where they're getting the blood out of your like cleaning where yeah. he's like suck now and it's like Yeah, that's not like that's that. all I was like, I don't want or he's sucking out of my vagina, you know? Like I do wonder how you clean it. I yeah. I don't know. Who knows? What are the mechanics? Who knows? What are the what's the battery life? What I think you should try your vibe again, though, because I've definitely like had a situation because I was like at one point like addicted to my vibrator um, when I was like 16. Like it was a problem. My OCD was like kicking the fuck in. Mm. Um, but I there. So there were definitely times where I was like, oh, it's going too hard. And so like I'm not feeling like aroused. It's just like it's just like moving. Just, shit. Like, yeah. You just feel and it feels it feels weird. Um, so you take like a step back and you're like, OK, OK, OK. Um, I'm intrigued by the dead vagina syndrome. Yes. It just has a very bad connotation it, to it. So well, I don't want to stick to it. Being you know? a woman, like so many things are so daunting for us already. Mm-hmm. And to imagine having the dead vagina syndrome. No. I don't need it. I don't want it. Okay. I'm going to ask like a very graphic question. Like when Go. you masturbate, are you going like full in with your vibe? Or are you like staying more like around like the lips area? Well, that was the first time I'd used it and used whenever. Okay. So while I will reiterate that I was drunk, so I don't exactly remember all of it. I just remember like doing it and like being like, okay, this is cool. And then getting off to it and being like, I'm done. I felt like there was, 
It was like everything else, but like some penetration, but like not a lot. Okay. It was like yeah. whatever feels good is going to feel good. So it's almost not dead vagina. It's almost dead vulva. Yeah. Syndrome. Oh, when I was using my vibrator? Yeah, yeah. Oh, when I was using the vibrator, that was all like clitoris. Okay, okay. Like there was nothing going like the in and out. I okay. thought you were talking about the dildo, and I was like, no, the dildo. I was like, yeah, I get that. But no, the vibrator, the, this vibrator specifically isn't really meant to be inserted. 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 Okay, okay. Not like that. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. Trying, to, trying to figure out the name to the nerve endings, to the, the numbness, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I've also had this like, you know, been, maybe it's just time to change it up too, you know? Have you and the new guy had sex yet? Like, not talking like awkward sex. Or oh like no, that. no, we have. It's yes, it was a good thumbs up. Yep. Okay, because I, I know we're not gonna talk weird stuff about it. Oh no, worry. no, it was it was great. Like we we've had we've had it. I was actually really excited because we both acknowledged that we waited a week. It was like a week and a half, almost two weeks before we actually had sex for the first time. Uh huh. And I was like, wow, look at that. Not to say anything about anyone who doesn't Gross. do that, but like I feel like traditionally, at least for me, like if the cards are being, impl- I feel like the best dating I've. This is a, a different way to say it. The best times I've had dating someone have been with people that I've waited a little bit longer to have sex with. Sure, sure, sure. Um, especially because like I didn't, I didn't lose. Well, I didn't give away my virginity until I was in New York. Okay. So I was a little bit of a late bloomer. I think it was twenty three. Okay, I was 20. A lot yeah. of us, a lot of the the young ladies are in their 20s, yeah. I've noticed. Um, and it was like, by by this point, I had like gotten here and I was like, I just kind of want to get it over with. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I feel like kind of, I mean, like, and there's nothing, like, I, I see no issue with like, oh, if I meet somebody and like, I trust them enough and like, we, it's like the time is right, like, let's just go for it. But I feel like my track record is if I've waited a little bit longer it like usually leads to like us hanging out longer okay, or like kind of like it was like we got to know each other first before it got to that point. Yeah. But then again, I was like, oh, no, this person is really great. But what if the sex is really bad? Yeah. But so you can go either way. But sex can be learned. Personality yes. can't be. Per- that's very true. Um, Yes. Sex can be learned. But you would think by a certain age, people would know how to do it by now. I, you know, I'm going to say a hard disagree on that. Yeah. Like I've had a very bad sex with people that got really good because it's, it's not like, to me, sex isn't like, oh, you should just know how to do it. Mm -hmm. It's also like, here's like this completely different body that likes completely different things. And honestly, anytime I've had great sex straight out the gate, they've been fucking psycho. Yeah. Like if you can make me orgasm the first time, something is wrong with you. Yeah. Um, again, guys, I just want to say uh, that you can follow Hope. Well, she has a, she's starting a thrift company called Thrifter I Hardly, and you can follow her on Insta at Thrifter I Hardly. And then Hope's actual uh, Insta is Having Hope Ten, because that's the amount of rules she has for dating. Uh, it's probably more than that. I'm gonna keep tabs, and I'll let you guys know later. Again, I feel so silly begging you guys for stories that like what can I do what can I do to show you like it's I'm not gonna say your name it's completely anonymous I'm not gonna make fun of you we're just gonna it's gonna be like we're talking through your email I just I want it so bad guys I want it so bad I will suck a dick for your stories you know what I mean like I just want it um 
Again, do what makes you comfortable. Uh, I'm just I'm just putting out there. I'm secreting it. I really want to hear it from you guys. I'm pretty sure I have some like people that I went to high school with that listen to this. I want your stories. I know you're listening to it. You follow my Insta stories and I don't follow you back. What? Um, I'm just trying to get my numbers level, guys, because that's all about the numbers and social media. Um, I'm going to stop talking now because it's gone too far. I love you all. Uh, like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Please give me stories. I just want them. I want to do a solo show. And I probably will get to do one soon just with like my shit. I'm just still nervous. So you know what? Is that it? Do I just do my solo show without you guys? And then like you're like, oh, she did it by herself. I can do it too. Um, cool. Great. Love it. Bye. Bye.